Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.
18 years. Now, this is a long time. 18 years is a long time. She dealt with the problem. Whoever I'm preaching to tonight, there's some problems you've been dealing with for a long time. In fact, when you've been dealing with problems a long time, and you hear somebody complaining who's been dealing with something for a weekend,
name of Jesus to be free in your mind, in your heart, in your spirit. Woman, you're going to be all right. I come against every fibrosis tumor, breast cancer, depression. Woman, He is the master of your need. If you don't need anything, you won't get anything. But if you need something tonight, God is going to open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing you won't have room enough to receive. Desire to be in church on no Thursday night. 
I say, I've been thinking. Someday I'm going to get out of this. Here lies the problem. As long as you say someday, you postpone your deliverance. The transformation that has to happen in your thinking is that you go from someday to today. Look at somebody say, today.
And I just want to thank my partners for joining hands with me to get the message of Woman Dar loose to hurting women around the globe. What began as just a Sunday school class has become a conference attended by thousands of women from over 30 different countries. As you join me in the global partner system, you help me to preach the gospel that mends the broken lives and broken hearts of women all over the world. I want to thank our partners for helping us make a difference in the lives of hurting people. Your partnership has provided food, clothing, clean water, medicine distribution, and so much more at home and abroad. In fact, through MegaCare, we are establishing medical camps and health clinics to increase the rate of survival while giving hope and healing to a hurting community. If you are not a partner, I encourage you to become one today. The more effective you are, the more attacked you will be because you are losing somebody that the enemy wants to keep out. The word's been awesome. It's just been spiritually renewing. Never will be the same again. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Master of My Need on CD. Your necessity is not a necessity. It is, in fact, an opportunity for you to experience another dimension just one of Bishop Jake's groundbreaking messages that became a movement from Woman Now Art Loose. It doesn't matter what they think about you. God is not going to bless you by their opinion. God is going to bless you by how you see yourself. It just feels like God is just dealing with you on an individual basis. And when your gift is $70 or more, you will receive the best of Woman Now Art Loose, Volume 2, on five DVDs, as well as Master of My Need on CD. I However, when your gift is $140 or more, you will receive Master of My Need on CD, The Best of Woman Thou Art Loosed Volume 2 on 5 DVDs, The Woman Thou Art Loosed Bible, and Woman Thou Art Loosed Mug Set. I feel like God has placed him at the pulpit just to speak words of wisdom and encouragement into my life. Let these time-tested messages take you to a new level of freedom today. Feel free to tell us on social media. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Pilot Touch. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth.
Movies entertain us, but they also have the power to change our thinking, to see the world and others in a new light. That's why Parables TV is sponsoring inspiring movies on Daystar, sharing teachings the way Jesus did through Parables. And with Parables On Demand Library, you can instantly access hundreds of Bible-based movies and TV shows on all your devices, films that build your faith and strengthen your family. Find out how you can access hundreds of Christian movies at ParablesTV.com. Did you know that making a donation to Daystar can help reduce your taxes? And what you donate is up to you. Call, log on, or email gifts at Daystar.com. Today's generation makes Daystar their home for faith television. Daystar, experience it. The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. The hope of America is in the hands of believers. It's in our hands. And only God can heal America. This is not a time for political correctness. This is a time for biblical correctness and truth. And we've got to share it. Using the power of the gospel to transform our culture. Next on Life Today. today, Betty and I consider it an honor to share this time with you. We have been bringing together and bringing and presenting to you over the last few days the heartfelt concern
not connect your heart with your mouth. You can have all of me. Have all of me. Have all of me. Say, I'm yours. I'm, I give you, I give you all of me. All of me. Give you all of me. I'm yours. You can have all
Enjoy Stingray music free on your mobile.
Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm stuck in a traffic drain. <laughs> a bad one. That even got to Birmingham. A terrible one this morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm all right, sir. I won't complain. Uh-huh. How's everyone on in Chicago land? So far, so good. Are so good. Yes. Mm. yes, yes, yes. Mm. Mm. This is my last day for the week. Oh, really? Why is that? Because we they have the Magic City Classic here tomorrow, being that most of the teachers here are Alabama State, Alabama A&M graduates. Yeah, no, they weren't going to come to work tomorrow. Normally we would have a PD, but they weren't going to come to PD neither, so they just gave this as a as a fall holiday. They weren't going to come at all. So they just cancel school. All righty then. That's pretty <laughs> good. Yay! This is my Friday, and I'm going to be real late. All righty then. <laughs> hey, it's all good. It's all good. And I know that, and I, I you may think this is so strange, but I'm sitting right next stuck to a person next in, in traffic. This man looked just like Hayford. Oh wow! Didn't he die? I think he. I know his family took him to Detroit. I think he did take his journey. Okay. Because I know he got. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Mr. Hayford does not care. <laughs> you made that. You sound just like him. Say it one more time so I can hear one more time. Say Mr. Hayford does not care. <laughs> that thing was a dynamic um, statistic teacher. I ain't lying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. You look, and it's just amazing. I can see his techniques of teaching that whatever he taught, before you walked out of there, remember you had to solve three problems before you could you could exit the class, mm. and, and and it was so helpful. But I can remember those formulas like that. That's one class dealing with anything with math or, and, and formulas. I can remember that well better than I can remember the, the stuff that I teach. <laughs> sure, you knew <laughs> you know how to do statistics, baby. righty. And then you you know, and nowadays with statistics, statistics is all computerized and computer uh, based, so you don't have to know the formulas. But you know how to do this stuff. I'm talking about by hand. Mm. Mm. Find the standard deviation. Mm. What's chi square? Oh gosh! Yes, yes, yes. <coughs> so, how Mr. and Mrs. Farley seniors? Oh, good. Oh, good. I'm Miss Morgan. <laughs> she all right trying to, trying to get me to come pick her up for uh, Thanksgiving. Like, girl, you better get your bus on the bus. Or the and I was just going to ask you, is she coming home? Mm-hmm. How am I going to get home for Thanksgiving or Christmas? I said bus or train. Ain't nobody going to come pick me up? <laughs> well... Yeah, the Uber going to pick you up and take you to the bus or the train, and you're going to get your butt on there. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I get home yesterday. Um, nothing happened in my house, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But everybody in my neighborhood are dealing with some type of physical attack by oh, yeah. the, of their bodies by the, by the enemies. Next door neighbors, who is Jesse Wells, um, who is a Stillman graduate as well, he's dating Tara Sewell, one of the congressmen for, for the state of Alabama up in um, Washington, D.C., his father, Friday, was out working in the yard. He was fine. Saturday, his wife had to take him to the hospital because he failed. They found out he, had, he ended up with peripheral arterial disease around his heart, which depletes the oxygen intake into his, to his heart, mm. into his bloodstream, and he couldn't keep his balance. Sunday morning, 2.30, I get a phone call. All right, they come and help me. Jesse's on the floor. So, okay, yeah, I go and help her, get him up in there. He said, man, my knees just won't work with really, everything, blah, 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 blah. So then he didn't, they didn't go to church Sunday. Monday, she, he ended up totally paralyzed. Wow. Okay, that's strike number one. To wow. the left, to the left of my house, next door neighbor to the left. To the right. The lady whose husband took her, his journey a couple of years ago, she already had one back surgery, but she worked in surgery herself, Miss Spencer. She had to have another back surgery. Okay. So in front of me, I get out the car, and I get pulled up in the yard and everything, and I hear somebody calling across the hall from me, up the street from me, hey, how you doing? I'm like, fine, what you doing here? You're not supposed to be here until the day after the election. And so then she just so happened the sister comes into town yesterday from New York. She lives in the Bronx. Um, a younger lady around about my dad's them age and everything. While she's in transition here, her brother who's taking care of his 90-plus-year-old mom who has suffered from Alzheimer and dementia, well, it's not dementia at this state. It's totally Alzheimer, very aggressive. <laughs> He already had strokes and things and can't walk. When he was working out in the oil rig on in Texas, he's the age of my father, seventy five ish. And he saw, he fell. I don't know whether he had her with her or what. Breaks his hip. Nobody there. Oh. He has to drag himself through the house on the floor, call the ambulance. Mm. The ambulance comes and kicks the door in. The ninety plus year old mother is in the house by herself until mm. the, it then just so happens the daughter comes here, gets off the train at 105. That's the time the crest of the comes in from New York and gets to the house all of five minutes because we only five minutes from the train station. And um, she finds the door kicked in. She's in a frantic what happened. And then to find out that a brother in the hospital, he calls, he cries, because then, you know, of course, they can't give too much pain meds until they get ready to do surgery. The doctor do the examination and everything like that. And she wants to try and get out to him, can't get nobody to keep the mother, blah, 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 blah. It's just, I'm like, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, cover this house. Wow. Cover this house. Because wow. I, I, I don't know if I could just deal with anything right now. Yep, so it's, I'm talking about it's running like bam, bam, like a duck. It's like a, a triangle. Two mm. of the sides of me, the one directly in front of me, and my house is the base of the triangle. It's like an equilateral triangle. Mm. Mm. Praise God. That, 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 that foundation right there, that my house is, is, is good for right 
is good. Mm-hmm. I do understand, my man. I do understand. Yeah, keeps you praying. I don't know what's going on out here. Is it an accident or what? But I promise you, we are barely moving. I am driving one mile <laughs> proud. And got about 40 more to go in front of me. So you can go ahead and open us up. Okay. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, once again, it's once again that we assemble ourselves together, Lord God, as a team of members, Lord God, who are standing for a common cause, and that is to testify and to glorify and give praise to the Most High God, the Great I Am, the author and the finisher of our faith. Father God, we as before we go through this day, we just want to praise you, Lord God. We want to love on you. We want to worship you. We want to lift your name up on high. We want to exalt your name and invite you into our day, Lord God. Father God, we cannot do anything without you. But with you, Lord God, we can do all things through Christ Jesus who gives us strength. Father God, to start our day off without inviting you into our day is to start is to, is to start Start our day off with inviting you and invoking your Holy Spirit, your presence, Lord God, is to start our day off without you. So, Father God, we want to be careful, Lord God, to initiate, to ignite that Holy Spirit, Lord, the gift is that you have given to us, Lord God, to go through this day. Father God, we ask that your hand of mercy forever be upon us, that you will cover us and carry us through this day, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that we will arrive, Lord, to our destinations, Lord God, wherever it is that we have to go, whether it be to work, to church, to school, or to wherever it is we need to do or go take care of our daily business, Lord God. We want to walk in your will and your way, Lord God. We ask that your Holy Spirit will cover us and protect us, Lord God, and just lead us into the place where you'll have us to go without any accident, incident, or any mechanical malfunctions. Father God, we ask that your Spirit, Lord God, will anoint us, Lord God, to do the the will that you have set for us to do. We pray, Lord God, that our prayers are lined up with your will and your way. We pray that we walk by faith, Lord God, and not by sight. For we know that you are the one who brings us through. You are our provider. You are our healer. You are our keeper. You are our protector. You are our strong banner. You are everything that we need. And so, Father God, for that we want to say thank you. We want to thank you, Lord God, that even as we rose this morning in our private time, Lord God, we saw you in your will, in your way. We pray to you, Lord God, for the keepings, Lord God. We pray for your snorting, Lord God, that your hands of mercy forever be upon us, Lord God. You have given us grace and mercies, Lord God, in times of need, Lord God. So we just draw from you, Lord God, your spirit, Lord God, that we continue to do the will that you have called us to do. Father God, we ask that you 
to anoint Sam right now, even as he get ready to pray, Lord God, even as he get ready to teach and uh, to share the word that you have placed in his heart to share, Lord God, that you give him the boldness of the spirit, Lord God, so that he can speak with authority. Let him speak with authority and cast down the strongholds that the Satan is trying to bind us with, Lord God. We come against attacking the plans of the devil right now, that they would not prosper in our lives, Lord God. You didn't say that they wouldn't form, but they would not prosper, Lord God. We come, Lord God, asking you, Lord God, for just to give us the food that we, we need, uh, the provisions that we need to make it throughout this day and the rest of this week, if it so be thy will, Lord God. We pray, Father God, that those who are in need of a financial blessing, and Lord God, I'm lifting my hands to you, Lord God. You have already made the provisions for us, and so we don't have to worry, Lord God. We don't have to go out and do anything that is not uh, that's not pleasing in your sight to gain that which we need. We pray, Lord God, that you will bless us with those finances. We pray, oh God, Lord God, that your healing hands will be forever upon us, Lord God, for we know that you are that balm in Gilead, Lord God, the one who heals us of all our backsliding ways, all sickness, matters of sickness and diseases. We pray, oh Lord God, that you cover our families, Lord God, and keep them in perfect peace, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you will just let them continue to to lean and depend on you, Lord God, to trust in you for all good measures, Lord God. Father God, we pray for every school that is opening up and it's opening up this morning, Lord God, that the children would have a listening and attentive ear and that their minds will be open and receptive to what is being taught, Lord God, so they can prove themselves, Lord God, knowledgeable on these standardized tests that man is measuring them by. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, that you're not measuring us by what about the test of what man is teaching. You're measuring us by the faith, Lord God, and the knowledge that we glean from your word, Lord God. Let your presence be forever upon us, Lord God. Keep your mighty hands of mercy upon us. Show us your will and your ways to, to go about and how we shall to do, to do that which you have given us to do. Father, I stretch my hands to thee, for there's no other help that I know. Father God, for I know if I withdraw from you, Lord God, there's nothing but failure. But Father God, as long as I keep my hands and my eyes and my heart in tune with you, Lord God, I could do all things through Christ Jesus who gives me strength. Father God, we pray for those who are in prison in their own minds and their own ways of thinking, Lord God, that you will set their captives free, Lord God, and show them that you are the way. You are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. So, Father God, let your peace forever be upon us and in this call. Everyone that come upon this call, Father God, we pray that they will arrive with expectancy, Lord God, that they will come thirsty and hungry, Lord God, hungry, Lord God, for the food that you have provided for them. So they will eat of the food that you have given to Sam to give to us to eat, Lord God, so that we will be strengthened, Lord God, so that we will be made whole. Your word teaches us that man should not should not cannot eat by live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of your mouth so father god let us eat the words lord god that you have given to us let it be planted into our hearts lord god so we can bring back much fruit lord god in jesus name i pray father god i even lift up those who are unsaved lord god that they too will develop a zeal and a love for you lord god and for your world your word and that they would 
tap into the Holy Spirit, Lord, and ask that you will come and save them in in, in their times of, of trouble, Lord God, and save us from this wretched life that we are living, Lord God. Let us not walk by by our, what we see, Lord God, but let us walk by our faith, Lord God, knowing that you brings us through, because your mighty hand of mercy is upon us, Lord God. Let us dwell in the silence of your almighty wings. Cover us and protect us, Lord God, from all sickness and all manners of diseases. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Felicia. Hi, Alisa. How are you? It's so good to hear your voice. I know, right? It's good to hear yours. Here. <laughs> awesome, man. That's good to hear you. Good to hear you. I'm glad today is your Friday. You deserve a day off. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I, 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 man, I tell you, yes, Lord. That's all I can say. It saved me from taking a sick day. Because <laughs> I was going to get one in. I had all of the plan. <laughs> and I look at the fact that being a month the day that let me go all next week, then we off the 11th on Veterans Day, then I can go to next week. Then we are for Thanksgiving week, the whole week. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you all for our um, president. Huh? Presidential election. Oh, no, they don't do that. Oh, okay. No. We are off for Veterans Day. We go a week. Then we Thanksgiving that whole week. Then we'll go two or three more weeks. Then we are for Christmas. Let's be it. Okay. So if, if things go as planned, I wouldn't have to take a sick day. All right. Well, we hope. Oh. Well, you want to pray, Fifi? Sure. Um, hold on a second. Uh. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> okay. Father God, we thank you for another day. We thank you for the blessing of seeing this day, oh God. We thank you because someone didn't make it to today, oh God. Someone wasn't able to get up today, oh God. Someone was just Oh my God! They woke up and they were they were paralyzed. They woke up and they were sick. They woke up and they were on the other side. Oh God! But today was a day that you made for us, and we thank you for the gift of today. We thank you for your grace and mercy that we we're able to move and think and and have all our senses. Oh God. Father God, as we go throughout this day, we give this day back to you because this is the day that you have made, and we rejoice, and we are glad in it, Father. We are glad in it because the sun is up, and we are able to to do all the things that we want to do today, oh God, for your, for your glory, 
Lord, help us to be able to continue to humble ourselves before you and submit our lives unto you and be obedient to your leading, oh God. We need to be able to be obedient because you've already said and stated in your word that obedience is better than sacrifice. And so, Lord, help us be able to just be obedient and come out of ourselves and be and um, incline our ear and will unto you. Oh, Lord, we come for the ministers and the preachers, evangelists, excuse me, evangelists and missionaries and bishops and apostles, Lord, all who say that they are men and women of God who have people, who have uh, um, placed people under them, oh God, and called them the sheep. And Lord, we know that you have called many to to speak for you, but there are many who have called themselves. But whoever they are, oh God, we pray for them right now that they will they will begin if they are not already to speak the truth of your word to your people, oh God. Put them put your word in their ears, put your truth and spirit before the people, oh God. And let them choose you wisely. Choose you this day, oh God, that they will serve you and not the 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 hand of man or money or the enemy, oh God. Father, we ask that you will continue to strengthen those who are speaking the truth. Continue to strengthen them as they go forward and call those things that that are not of you and calling them out and pointing them out. Lord, that they will not be even if they have to be persecuted, oh God, strengthen them in spirit, soul, and body. Let their mind be in you as they as, as it is in Christ Jesus, O oh Lord. And help them to continue to stand on your word in spite of in spite of opposition, in spite of the evil, the naysayers and the and the backbiters and the tongue waggers, oh God. Help them to continue to speak your truth in spite of and stand on your word. And, Lord, we pray that there's no backlash, no revenge, whatever, oh, God, we at least we, we speak that their hedge of protection is reinforced, oh, God, on every hand, that the fire of your Holy Spirit dwell and increase within them, fan the flames inside of them, oh, God, as only you can. And we come for those who are abused and addicted, Oh, God, because when they hear the truth, the truth shall set them free. The word of God shall be their salvation and deliverance. And so, Lord, let the Holy Ghost fire consume every addiction and every um, spirit of abuse and in, in the abuser and the abused, oh, God. Let them yeah, feel the quench yeah. of your fire, oh, Lord. It's only you can do and go through and burn off all of the negativity, all of the past hurts and pains that caused them to accept this 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 love that the world is saying is acceptable and it's not. Lord, help them to see that your agape love is the best love there is so that they yeah. can love themselves and just you love them, oh God. And we comfort those who are, <clears throat> excuse me, sick and shut in and hospice, oh God. We comfort their healing, oh God. We comfort those who are sick because of bacteria, of fungal, of viruses, of the plague which age, oh God, cancer and tumor and enlargement. Oh God, we come right now because only, only you can 
only you can set them free and deliver them as they need to be set free and delivered. Let your Holy Ghost fire go through and heal them from the inside out, from molecules to the to the skin, oh God. Casting all their cares upon you and you giving them joy everlasting, oh God, and happiness and peace. Let their peace be upon you. Let your peace be upon Head west on East 14th Street towards Chicago Sorry. Road. Then turn right onto Chicago Road. Sorry about that. And Lord, Lord, just let it be done. Let it you be done. You should reach your destination by 7.43 a.m. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Anybody else want to pray? Haram branded the go station, 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 the go station
Yes, Father God, Haramboshi to go Sandrasa to go say, she to go say, she to go say. Yes, Holy Spirit, Yarakosa, Grandi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say. Harambrandi to go say, yes, Father God, Koshi to Gasaka. Harandi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say. Haramboshi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say. Harambrandi to go say, she to go say, yes, Holy Spirit, Yarakosa, Akanda.
Asandasa, Father God, let the anointing begin to flow forth. Harashira Gosesha, Power God, begin to flow forth. Horoshira Gosesha, Spirit of the Holy Spirit, come forth. You know, speak to us. Shishira Gosesha, Holy Spirit, come forth. Shishira Gosesha, 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 Holy Spirit, come forth. Rashira Gosesha, 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 Harandashira Gosandashira Gosesha, Gosesha, Harandashira Gosesha, 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 Harandashi <laughs> Touches, Yakasa, touches Daddy God, Boshi the Kanda, 
All right, anybody want to pray? Is that you, Vanessa? Yes. You on your way to work? I am. Stuck in horrible traffic, and I just passed a wreck on I-20. You must be on the same thing with Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me pray for you before I start the list. Ready? Yes. Holy Spirit, I want to pray for Vanessa. Yes, Lord. Shambora Nishi, Korombo Se, Anishi, Yamboko, Horandiki, Horombo, Shandishi, Hosha, Horombo Se, Ondo, Horamboko, Hikia, Horomboko, Yande. Rumboka, take you, Randy Kissy, young boy, Handy Osa, Randy, Handy Osa, Randy Kissy, Handy Osa, Rompe, Asikisio Kumba, O Rombo, Siki Yanda, Eke Hissy, young Rombe, Hashi, young Bussy Yanda. O Kurose Ambakanda, O Sikisham Nasi Ambo, Asikish Romba Kande, Akrandish Rasa Kanda, O Randeke Aranda Kobo, Harambose, Harandaka, Harambose, Shiki Andaroko, Harambose, Sharandaka, Haramboka Dasila Karambo, Asikish Rambo Koda. Hasikeshin deki yanda, hasikeshi rokoromba, hasikeshi yamboroko, haramba shiki yanda. Uroka hakarandi keshi yoko, haradiki yasranda, korombo se yande, korandi kiya, korombo se kiyaranda, koreshi kiyanderoko. Hambose Shadiara, Harambe Yatiroko, Hambose Shaka, Hamboko Seke, Haraka Saka, Harope Yandike Yomboko, Haraseke Yandaka, Haka Seke Yomburumbo, Haka Nap of God, Pusa, yes, Lord, Yasiki, Father, we praise you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Enter into her spirit. Fill her with your presence. Let the power of God begin to flow in her life. Let the anointing begin to increase her Holy Spirit, speak to her. Yes, 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 Father God. Of course, it's your mercy, your grace, your love. Speak to her, Daddy God. Speak to her. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 Father. Haram branded the Yes, 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 Daddy God. Hom branded the Gasa, Shimbose. Hom branded the Gasa, Boshe Shaka. 
I'm sorry. I got to say this real quick. Um, um, what, uh, what I was hearing as you were praying for her is that, um, okay, um, is that just as you are being patient with the traffic that you're in right now, yes, ma'am. Also, be patient with the blessing that God is trying to place in your life, but you have to continue to be patient. He's working it out in your favor, but he's, you know, just like we talked on the line, there is a process. And so he's just saying continue to be patient, and it will manifest. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I believe that, and I have the faith that it will. Um, like you said, the patience is the part I'm praying on to. And he's done it, and that's and that's where his Holy Spirit is for, to because our patience is limited, but he can give you the patience by his Spirit, and so you don't have to work on it; just draw on his patience. Because okay. His, okay. His his patience is long suffering. You know what I mean? So yes. yes. Don't don't do it in your strength. Do it in his strength, and you'll be able to endure until the manifestation happens. Okay. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Gotta go back on you. Love you guys. Um, Love you too. Mr. Sam, I had um, something odd happen to me last Thursday. Uh, shortly after I went to bed, I was I was I was sleeping, and I felt I felt a presence over me, and. The presence, I felt it literally blanket me, and but I wasn't afraid. And I remember waking briefly and saying, oh, my God, and I smiled. I remember smiling, and I went immediately back to sleep. Uh, it was... I wasn't scared, whatever it was, but I could feel, I could feel, it's like it just laid over me for probably seconds. I can't even, wasn't long, it was just seconds. And I thought, is it Noah, which that's my husband, you know, I, but I wasn't afraid. And the last time, the time before that was almost four years ago when I had a presence again during my sleep. But this one was um, very, very frightening, very scary. Um, And it was drawing the breath out of me. And um, it was just literally standing over me, just drawing the breath out of me. 
and I could see I could see it like drawing it. It was a black form and it was drawing it and um I was fighting and I woke up and that's happened twice to me. The the first one was horrible. It was just horrific. And um this last one was uh it was very peaceful. I just presence of the enemy. No, it wasn't. It I'm wasn't. Just, the first one where you felt dread and stuff, that was the presence of the enemy. Yeah. But the, this last one was the presence of God. I believe that. I really believe that because I I just like I said, I just it was like I I felt it and it was like what is that? And then I I just said, oh, my God, and I smiled, and I went right back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to share that. Amen. I mean, when you start, I mean, when you start drawing closer to God, you have you start having different experiences. Um, it, that's just about the simplest way I can say it. So Yeah. I, I believe that. I believe that. Again, we know one of my prayers is for us to walk in the realm of the supernatural, so we will begin to experience things, you know, different different phenomena. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know God is watching over me, and I can feel his presence, and and my prayer is just to continue just to be less of myself and filled with more of him because that battle that goes on in my head, I have to fight that thing every day, all day. So, I just wanted to share that. Um, I'm going on in the building now. God bless you guys and thank you. Anybody else want to pray? If not, I guess we can start on these mysticists. Morgan Farley, how should I go say, 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 Kayla Boylan, how should it go say, 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 how should it go say, 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 should it
Ben's grandkids. Humbo should go station, drash to 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 go station, Brandon's kids, Honda, she'll go Sandra, she'll go session, she'll go Sandra, she'll go session, Brandaka, Honda, go session, 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 go Saraga, Humble, she'll go session, go session, Humble, she'll go session, go session, Humble, she'll go session, go session, go session, go session, Humble, she'll go Saraga, Sakara, Ben's kids, grandkids, Brandon's kids, Imani Williams, Honda, go session, go session, go session, go session, go session, go session, go Sandra. Thank you. 
Trishana, Parita, Okay, so we got Monique, Teresa Walker, Patricia Arnold, Teresa, the Boilers and the Stricklings, Ridge, Ricardo family, Horomboshi the Gosandrashi the Gosashi the Gosashi the Gosandraka, Horomboshi the Gosashi the Gosashi the Gosashi Grande the Gosadakaka, Horomboshi the Gosashi the Gosashi and Grande the Gosashi the Gandraka, Horomboshi the Gosashi and Grande the Gosashi Hush, the 
Rose Johnson, hundred go say she 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 go say Donald Lost, Dale Lacaranda, Rose Johnson, Reginald Foster. Okay. 
President Obama, Brown, hundred of a fish, you go 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 f
Bellworth, Wolf Scandia, Doko, Sokom, Brandy, Kiss, Yet, the Konda Kaka. Here a Shoko, Shimbo, Randy, the Kose, Hambo, Sharambosa, Karande, the Kosa, Kandish, the Kosandraka. Harayaka, Shimbo, Randy, Kishi, the Kosandraka. Hamboshi, the Kasika, Sharambo, yes, Father Gabu, Randy Kasaka. Hashiraka, Bo Randy Kisharaka, Sakara. Illuminati, Hashiraka, Bo Shangiaka, Soko. Bo, Boko, 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 Brondi Kiradaka, Sandi Kiradako Saka. Hamboshi, the Kasa, yes, Holy Spirit, yes. Harandi the Kesete, yes, Father God, we praise you. Harandi the Kasa, Sakara. And Illuminati, Haka, Yakaran, Yakara. Bell worship, Illuminati, and the Satanic After School Program. Woo, Shiki did it a combo. Shararaka, Basara. And that's it. Okay, for those of us anyway. Okay, I can't think of anything 
Remember, supernatural discernment, knowledge, with understanding, and our mind health. Uh, supernatural, superhuman strength, ability, gifts, and talents, understanding, just can increase in basis. And that might be it. All right, can anybody think anything? Okay. Well, I'll send out a text. And um, we'll do the reading. Enjoy Stingray music free on your mobile.
Lord, 
Holy Spirit, as the word goes forth today, hold us in the palm of your hand as you minister to us, Lord. Hold us in the palm of your hand, Father God, as you keep us. Hold us in the palm of your hand, as you continue to speak life, health, healing, restoration, God, we give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen. Okay, people, let's see what we're going to run into today. Erica's fault. She didn't want to make me get this book. Okay. I don't even want to look how far we're going to go. Who was Elijah? In order to fully embrace the Elijah revolution, we need to understand who Elijah was, what he did, and how his life applies to us today. Elijah first shows up in 1 Kings 17 as a prophet God to confront Israel with her Baal worshippers. His arch enemy was Jezebel, a prophetess of Baal who tried to kill him time and time again. Elijah was able to decimate the prophets of Baal and to finally anoint Jehu, the one who would destroy Jezebel. As his closing act, he released a double portion mantle to Elisha before being taken up into heaven by a whirlwind. We want to look at the prophecies of a coming Elijah and what his focus will be. The most significant prophecy comes from Malachi 4, after which the Bible remains silent for 400 years. The last two verses of the Old Testament leave us with an expectation of an Elijah revolution that will precede the Lord's return. Behold, I send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers, lest I strike the earth with a curse, Malachi 4, 5, and 6. This passage establishes that a revolution will take place before the Lord returns. I believe it will be a revolution of mercy because its purpose will be to avert catastrophic judgment. The key to restoration is for the hearts of fathers and their children to be turned toward each other. This turning is profoundly needed at every level of church life and every level of society. The lack of true fathers has created devastating voids. It's a major contributing cause of loose sexual morals, 
homosexuality, as well as many illnesses and social dysfunctions. The absence of true fathers in the house of the Lord has also led to many serious dysfunctions in the body of Christ. So the last communication from the Old Testament address what is today a very serious issue. By being the last information of the Old Testament, this promise of Elijah was taken seriously by all scribes and Pharisees, even 400 years later in Jesus' day. It was clearly known by all that Elijah must come first. And today, Orthodox Jews still put a chair out for Elijah Passover, just in case he returns as Malachi prophesied. Jesus' disciples asked him about this in Matthew 17:10 and 13. And his disciples asked him, saying, Why then do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Jesus answered and said to them, Indeed, Elijah is coming first and will restore all things. But I say to you that Elijah has come already, and they did not know him, but did to him whatever they wished. Likewise, the Son of Man is also about to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples knew that he spoke to them of John the Baptist. Matthew seventeen ten to 13 Jesus validated the Jewish expectation that Elijah would come before the Messiah showed up. He also established that John the Baptist came in the spirit of Elijah, Luke 1 and 17, and also that there will be a future coming of Elijah <laughs> that will precede his return. Jesus simplified Elijah's task down to restoration of all things, which Peter also referred to in a sermon in Acts. Erica, I don't like you. I just want you to know that. That he may send you Jesus Christ, who was preached to you before, whom heaven must receive until the time of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Acts 3, 20-21. The word restoration, apokatasis, A-P-O-K-T-A, whatever, in the original Greek text, the word restoration, A-P-O-K-A-T-A-S-T-A-S-I-S, in the original Greek text, is a very powerful. It means restoration of a true theocracy, restoration of original intent. The implications of the scripture are, of course, huge. Jesus is retained in heaven until Elijah's revolution. Even as John the Baptist prepared the way for Jesus to come, the Elijah revolution will prepare for his final return. We know John the Baptist's revolution didn't go far enough because it brought repentance, but not a restoration of all things. His and Jesus' death, however, became the seeds for the coming... His and Jesus' death, however, became the seeds for the coming restoration of all things that would precede Jesus' return. An original plan and design of God will triumph and will establish him as ruler of the nations. Exactly how that will look is debatable, but it clearly entails the crushing of Satan here on earth before he returns for his bride. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool, Matthew 22 and 44. This passage is intended to shape our eschatology. Together with Acts 3, it gives us critical information about God's timing, the until factor. In essence, the Father says to the Son, once you have purchased redemption for mankind, you will sit at my right hand. You have done your part on earth till I make your enemies your footstool. 
You will remain up here as the head, and your body on earth will crush your enemies. The last generation will, will be the foot generation and will rule on earth over your enemies. Mm. Alrighty then, alrighty then. I'm going to press to get to the end of this chapter. I don't know why, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I ain't going to do it. <laughs> ah, the last generation will be the foot generation and will rule on earth over your enemies. Until they do so, you are not going back to rescue, rapture, save, or anything else. Your body, in fact, will not be a beautiful bride until she has accomplished this crushing of Satan. The restoration of all things and maiden Satan the footstool are both the same work. One makes room for the other. And of all, and all of it precedes Jesus' return. Just to make sure this passage didn't get undersold, the Holy Spirit has placed in Psalms 110, Mark 12 and 36, Luke 20 and 43, Hebrews 1 and 13, 10 and 13, as well as this in Matthew 22, 44 text. Elijah will first come and raise, ha, 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 Jesus, okay, yeah. Elijah will come first and raise up that which will destroy the spirit of Baal and the spirit of Jezebel. Oh, really, and, and why do I have Baal worshippers on the list? Now, Felicia, I'm not liking you. Mm. You know, y'all getting on my nerves. Just letting you know. <sighs> Elijah will first come and raise up that which would destroy the spirit of Baal and the spirit of Jezebel here on earth. We're going to take on the false prophet and the beast, and we're going to annihilate both of them. When they are crushed, we will come to the Lord and say, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God. Revolutions 11 and 15. He will present the nations of the world to the Lord as his possessions. They will be the dowry that the Father is providing for us to present to the bridegroom. Love sick for his bride, Jesus will no longer be able to restrain himself and will burst through the clouds to come sweep us off our feet. Our Prince Charming will come on a white horse to take us away. Revelations 19 and 11. But he's not coming for a le Ooh, Jesus. Oh, y'all ain't going to like this one. Mm, 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 mm. But he's not coming for a lazy, spoiled prostitute. He's coming for an overcoming, conquering, love-motivated bride who has made herself ready by fulfilling her mission. The Elijah Revolution is the catalyst for all of these things. The <clears throat> Seven manifestations of Elijah. Number one, the Elijah Revolution will restore the prophet's ministry and prophetic gifts to their proper place. See, <laughs> 1 Corinthians 14 and 1. Acts 2 and 17 tells us, and it should come to pass in the last day, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. 
and they shall prophesy. The outpouring of the last days is an outpouring specifically of everything prophetic. Number two, intercessor. The Elijah revolution will sweep through the church and prioritize prayer to the point that we will truly be called a house of prayer for all nations, Isaiah 56 and 7. We will be moved beyond second heaven intercession where we are overly conscious of the dark forces and the strategies, and we step into third heaven intercession where we go into heaven and see the counsel of God and release his decrees on earth, thus bringing the will of God on earth as it is in heaven. Matthew 6 and 10. Exposure of Jezebel. Jezebel manifests as a religious spirit, as a spirit of seduction, or as a combination of both. The revolution will come completely remove the spirit's cloaking device that allows it to hide. Revelation 2 and 20 tells us that she calls herself a prophetess and hides in God's house. By the power of the Holy Spirit, Elijah revolutionaries will expose her. Number four, decimate a Baal's prophets. Jezebel is a servant of Baal. Jezebel is a servant of Baal, the god over abortion, homosexuality, divorce, self-mutilation, and mammon. Wall Street's term, the bull market, comes from the Baal bull. Who Lord. Mm. The Elijah Revolution will make an open show of the superiority of God over Baal with Mount Carmel-like confrontations. Mardi Gras descends from Baal worship, and is one reason that New Orleans was left exposed to great devastation. One year before Hurricane Katrina devastated New Orleans and the Gulf Coast, I wrote in my prophetic newsletter warning that we as a nation have an altar bell from Mobile to New Orleans, and the next hurricanes would decimate them. It was very specific to New Orleans and Biloxi. Bell must be confronted and must be defeated. This will be a significant work of the Elijah Revolution. Practitioner of the Supernatural Elijah comes as an antidote to the religious spirit, that which has a form of godliness but no power, 2 Timothy 2, I mean 2 Timothy 3 and 5. Religion has a spiritual look but no substance or power. The Elijah Revolution will usher in a major healing revival everywhere it goes and will demonstrate the power of our God. Elijah revolutionaries will walk in unprecedented power and presence of the Lord. Through their words alone, they will cancel droughts, plagues, and adverse weather. Supernatural experiences will be their bread, and they will demonstrate that truth is greater that he, and will demonstrate the truth that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. First John four and four. They will step into the greater works that Jesus promised us. Fourteen and twelve of John. Our promised land is walking on water, walking through buildings. You know what? <laughs> Jesus, I'm trying to finish this chapter. <laughs> ah! Okay, I'm I'm just you know. Hmm. All right. Okay. Our promised land is walking on water, walking through buildings, being supernaturally transported, raising the dead, feeding thousands with very little, healing quadriplegics, casting out demons, turning water into wine, finding gold in the fish mouth, and greater.
Eliminate of ambiguity. The Elijah Revolution tsunami will sweep through and confront those who falter between two opinions, 1 King 18 and 21. God will evidence himself so powerfully that it will allow many who have faltered in double-mindedness to focus on what and who truth is. Mm, mm, mm. We will even see physical manifestations of the God who answers by fire. You know what I'm going to try? I'm going to try. I got like a page and a half. Okay. We will see physical manifestations of the God who answers by fire. First Kings 18 and 24. And there will be an explosion of testimonials like those described in 1 Kings 18 through 39. Now, when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. They had been faltering between two opinions until they saw an Elijah demonstration. Anointer of the double portion. Elijah not only did tremendous things in his generation, he also released even greater things to the next generation. His successor, Elisha, received a double portion of his spirit. In fact, he performed exactly twice as many recorded miracles as Elijah did. Likewise, our ceiling is to be the ch- our children's floor. Mm, I like that. Our ceiling is to be our children's floor. They are to start building where we... Come on now, Jesus. Ooh, Father God. Mm. Ooh, sharambo ka saraka. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Ooh, Jesus. Okay. Okay. Wow. Our ceiling is to be our children's floor. They have to start building where we leave off, particularly in prophetic anointing and the anointing to restore all things. Every nation has a redemptive destiny, and the Lord is urging us to ask him for the nations as an inheritance, Psalm 2 and 8. The generation that is produced from the Elijah Revolution will have unprecedented faith to prophesy to, over, and for nations, and will see it as a small thing to believe that a nation can be taken in a day. It was Elisha who finally anointed Jehu as king, and it is he who finally destroyed Jezebel. The proper time and restoration of the apostolic ministry is the key that will finally deal Jezebel her death blow. We currently have many premature and immature manifestations of apostles because the prophetic hasn't yet fully been established. Jehu represents the apostolic role, and until Jehu is in place, Jezebel will be able to operate at some level or another. Jezebel's final removal from the high places will be enforced through true apostles. The Elijah Revolution prepares the way for all this to happen. Uh, Okay, I'm almost there. It is reasonable to speculate that we may see Elijah literally return at some point. Why? First scripture actually says he will come before the Lord's return, and it doesn't bother to specify whether this is something in the spirit of Elijah, like John the Baptist, or Elijah himself. Second Hebrews 9 and 27 says, It is appointed unto men to, to want, it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Elijah has yet to die as he was taken to heaven in a whirlwind. 
If he's appointed to die, both he and Enoch and possibly Moses, depending on what really happened to his disappeared body, could be sent back to earth. Two of those three could be the witnesses referred in Revelations 11 and 3. These two, it says, have the power to release fire from their mouths to keep rain from falling, to turn water into blood, and to strike the earth with plagues. These descriptions fit the ministries of Moses and Elijah perfectly. That could be why these men were the two who appeared with Jesus at his transfiguration. Peter's comments are interesting. Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make here three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, Matthew 17 and 4. To Peter, Moses, and Elijah seemed to be his natural state as Jesus was. Apparently, he even thought he could make sense for them to be coming to live the rest of their lives. For we all know Moses and Elijah could be regular visitors on planet Earth, as we are not aware of what restrictions they may have or not have. An early appearance of these two witnesses, the Revelation says, will greatly stress the rebellious inhabitants of Earth. If so, that will leave Enoch as something of a wild card to pleasantly surprise us in many ways. The way history ends is going to have more exciting twists and turns and much better than the best Hollywood has ever produced. Whether the actual natural Elijah returns or not is a matter of speculation, as Scripture isn't clear about it. But you may want to keep an eye out for him. Having never tasted death, he has a dual passport to heaven and earth. Either way, the Elijah revolution will come. With or without him, a movement in the body of Christ will operate in the spirit of Elijah before the Lord returns. Wow. Mm. 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 Oh, Jesus. And I thought spirit, soul, and body was bad. Oh. Okay. Well, here we go. <laughs> In order to fully embrace the Elijah revolution, we need to understand who Elijah was, what he did, and how his life applies to us today. Elijah first shows up in 1 Kings 17 as the prophet God called God as the prophet God called to confront Israel with her Baal worship. His arch enemy was Jezebel, a prophetess of Baal who tried to kill him time and time again. Elijah was able to decimate the prophets of Baal and to finally anoint Jehu, the one who would destroy Jezebel. As his closing act, he released the double portion mantle to Elisha before being taken up into heaven by a whirlwind. We want to look at the prophecies of a coming Elijah and what his focus will be. The most significant prophecy comes from Malachi 4, after which the Bible remains silent for 400 years. The last two verses in the Old Testament leaves us with an expectation of an Elijah revolution that will precede the Lord's return. Behold, I send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers, lest I strike the earth with a curse, Malachi 4, 5, and 6. This passage established that a revolution would take place before the Lord returns. I believe it will be a revolution of mercy because its purpose will be to avoid, avert catastrophic judgment. The key to restoration is for the hearts of fathers and their children to be turned toward each other. This turning is profoundly needed at every level of church life, every level of society. The lack of true fathers has created devastating voids. It is a major contributing cause 
of loose sexual morals and homosexuality, as well as many illnesses and social dysfunctions. The absence of true fathers in the house of the Lord has also led to many serious dysfunctions in the body of Christ. So the last communication from the Old Testament addresses what is today a very serious issue. By being the last information of the Old Testament, the promise of Elijah was taken seriously by all scribes and Pharisees. Even 400 years later in Jesus' day, it was clearly known by all that Elijah must come first. And today, Orthodox Jews still put a chair out for Elijah Passover, just in case he returns, as Malachi prophesied. You know, I'm just really just, oof, I'm just, as Erica says, this is just, I'm, yeah. But you know what, to them, what I'm, what I'm feeling, what I'm seeing, or whatever you want to call it, is that the Elijah and the Elisha thing is more of a spiritual. I mean, you know, Elijah didn't die, so he will be one. Um, everybody is saying that he's going to be one of the two prophets that come back, mm. and and um, Methuselah or whoever the other one was that didn't die, like they would be the two that come back as the two prophets, you know, um, in the end times. But as far as the, you know, what the author is talking about, um, the revolution is you got to go by the names. Because, I, you know, again, in the Old Testament, a lot of the names had um triple meanings and everything. And so Elijah, the first one, means um, my God is Yahweh. It means Yahweh is my God. So that movement means that we're saying that, you know, as this movement here, we're saying that Yahweh is our God. God is the, the most high is our God. There's no other God. That's that's the feeling I'm getting from that. It's like when when everybody is not not everybody, but when the people who are who God has called begin to really say, God is my God, that's when he's able to start moving. Mm. And that hasn't been done in a long time. But as you can see, more and more people are professing God to be their God. And then with Elisha, it's the same thing. Um, Elisha means God is my salvation. And so that spirit is coming on, too. A lot of people are are, are actually accepting his gift of salvation. And so that spirit is also in the works as we're going, you know, even as we speak more and more people, even though the world is muting the information, more and more people are trying to find God as being God and then accepting the salvation that he has already given us. So we are right where we're supposed to be in mm. respect. And I'm going back on mute. 
Okay. Jesus' disciples asked him about this in Matthew seventeen ten through 13. And his disciples asked him, saying, Why then do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Jesus answered and said to them, Indeed, Elijah is coming first and will restore all things. But I say to you that Elijah has come already, and they did not know him, but did to him whatever they wished. Likewise, the Son of Man is also about to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples knew that he spoke to them of John the Baptist. That's Matthew seventeen ten through 13. Jesus validated the Jewish expectation that Elijah would come before the Messiah showed up. He also established that John the Baptist came in the spirit of Elijah, Luke 1 and 17, and that there would be a future coming of Elijah that would precede his return. Jesus simplified Elijah's task down to the restoration of all things, which Peter also referred to in the sermon in Acts, that he may send you Jesus Christ, who is preached to you before whom heaven must receive until the time of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Acts three twenty and 21. The word restoration, apokastasis, whatever that is, A-P-O-K-A-T-A-S-T-A-S-I-S, in the original Greek is very powerful. It means restoration to a true theocracy, restoration of original intent. The implications of the scripture are, of course, huge. Jesus is retained in heaven until Elijah's revolution. Even as John the Baptist prepared the way for Jesus to come, the Elijah revolution will prepare for his final return. We know John the Baptist's revolution didn't go far enough because it brought repentance but not a restoration of all things. His and Jesus' death, however, became the seeds for the coming restoration of all things that will precede Jesus' return. An original plan and design of God will triumph and will establish him as ruler of all the nations. Exactly how this will look is debatable, but it clearly entails the crushing of Satan here on earth before he returns for his bride. His and Jesus' death became the seeds for coming restoration of all things. So that was which was planted over 2,000 years ago are seeds of what we're doing now. And it has not fully bloomed. I, I don't. I, I guess it's slowly coming out the dirt. Hmm. I'm just. I really. I'm just. I'm. Ugh, I'm just. I, I'm just. The until factor. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. This passage is intended to shape our eschatology. Together with Acts 3, it gives us critical information about God's timing, the until factor. In essence, the Father says to the Son, once you have purchased redemption from mankind, you will sit at my right hand. You will have done your part on earth till I make your enemies your footstool. You will remain up here as the head and your body on earth will crush your enemies. The last generation will be the foot generation and will rule on earth over your enemies. Until they do so, you're not going back to rescue, rapture, save, or anything else. Your body, in fact, will not be a beautiful bride until she has accomplished this crushing of Satan. The restoration of all things and making Satan a footstool are both the same work. One makes room for the other, and all of it precedes Jesus' return. 
just to make sure this passage didn't get undersold, the Holy Spirit had it placed in Psalms 110, Mark 12 and 36, Luke 20 and 43, Hebrews 1 and 13, 10 and 13, as well as this Matthew 24 and 44 text. Elijah will first come and raise up that which would destroy the spirit of Baal and spirit of Jezebel here on earth. We're going to take on the false prophet and the beast, and we're going to annihilate both of them. When they are crushed, we'll come to the Lord and say, the kingdoms of this world have become kingdoms of our God. The kingdoms of this world have become kingdoms of our God. Do you know how much it takes to overcome a kingdom? I mean, just looking at it in the movies and the books and stuff we read. Hmm. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God, Revelations 11 and 15. We will present the nations of the world to the Lord as his possessions. They will be the dowry that the Father has provided for us to present to the bridegroom. Love sick for his bride, Jesus will no longer be able to restrain himself and will burst through the clouds to come sweep us off our feet. Our Prince Charming will come on a white horse to take us away, Revelation 19.11. But he's not coming for a lazy, spoiled prostitute. He's coming for an overcoming, conquering, love-motivated bride who's made herself ready by fulfilling her mission. Revelation 19.7. The large revolution is a catalyst of all these things. Now I'm going back to the other book when we talked about the fire of God's love and, and, and when he's talking about Jesus and his bride. And that, you know, the bride is his church, his body, which is us. And that's what he's going to use. That's what he's using to raise us up, to crush. How do you crush a kingdom? Us people on the line, how, where are we at? We, what kind of power and authority do we have? Well, you start with your family. You start with those who God sends your way. You minister, you pray, you do whatever the Holy Spirit tells you, and you keep moving. Go back to that commercial and we told two friends, and we told two friends, and we told two friends, and so on, and so on, and so on. It's each, if each of us would take it upon ourselves, and I'm going to say like this, to reach out to whom God sends our way. Oh, trust and believe, God's going to send somebody your way. And I said specifically that way because I don't want you going out there looking for something to do. See, got to understand spirit, soul, and body. That's you going out there doing good things, but that's not godly things. But for you to make a determination, Lord, I want to be used to build your kingdom. Lord, I want to be used to just be obedient and show me and teach me, oh, he's going to send somebody your way. You ain't got to worry about that. But you to be open and receptive and then to hear what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do and how to do it. And everything you do, you need to do it in love. 
Do you know that if you did that, if you made a commitment to do that and stuck with it, that it's going to have an effect? Hmm. I'm just literally overwhelmed reading this. I'm uh, I'm just literally overwhelmed. I just really am. Can I add a little tidbit? Good morning, everybody. Can you hear me okay, Sam? Yeah. Okay. And that person that may be revealed to you, they may been there all may have been there all along. Mhm. And it may be attached to the least person you ever thought that it would be. Mm. But in the meantime, you got to go by for what God said, not for what man said, not for this person's past, and not for what other people want to keep in their bondage with. So you have to very clearly listen for God and the Holy Spirit and trust and show your faith. I'm back on mute. All right. And and one thing that she said is what we must learn as children is when God tells us to do something just to do it and leave it alone. You know, because we don't, we might not see the results. They might not fall out on the floor. They might not start crying. They might not get healed. But if God told you to do do something, do it. Leave it alone especially when you begin to get an understanding about seed time and harvest time. Some of us plant, some of us water, but God gives an increase. We're not God. We don't understand all things. There's no way we can orchestrate all that goes on in this chaotic world. So we must trust him and listen to him and just be obedient. I'm going to read this again. Elijah will first come and raise up that which destroyed the spirit of of Baal and the spirit of Jezebel here on earth. We're going to take on a false prophet and a beast, and we're going to annihilate both of them. When they are crushed, we'll come to the Lord and say, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God, Revelations eleven fifteen. We will present the nations of the world to the Lord as his possessions. There will be the dowry that the Father is providing for us to present to the bridegroom. Love sick for his bride, Jesus will no longer be able to restrain himself and burst through the clouds to come sweep us off our feet. Our Prince Charming will come on a white horse to take us away. But he's not coming for a lazy, spoiled prostitute. He's coming for an overcoming, conquering, love-motivated bride who's made herself ready by fulfilling her mission. The Elijah Revolution is the catalyst for all these things. Seven Manifestations of Elijah. The Elijah Revolution, number one, the prophet. The Elijah Revolution restored the prophet's ministry and prophetic gifts to the proper place. Okay, so it will restore the prophetic gifts to their proper place, meaning right now they're not where they need to be. People are not walking in their giftings. The church is not in order. 
things aren't, aren't the way that God had ordained them to be. So he's saying the prophet, the Elijah revolution will restore these giftings into their proper place. Acts 2 and 17 tells us, And it shall come to pass in the last day, says God, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And they shall prophesy. The outpouring of the last days is an outpouring specifically of, of everything prophetic. Number two, intercessor. The large revolution will sweep through the church and prioritize prayer to the point that we will truly be called a house of prayer for all nations. Uh, prioritize prayer. I remember. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna say any names, but I remember when we uh, had a meeting with these people and they were trying to organize this group, and they would have meetings and different things, and they asked us to come on there and and you know pray with them once, and we did. But what struck me is, and I, I guess it's just maybe the way that I'm just have become groomed. What struck me is they're doing all this and they prayed so little. And even as we're learning, we must learn, especially when we're doing something spiritual, you're looking for the cash dish, that we need to go go to God first. We need to go to God first. That is a problem. Even when I said what I just said out of my mouth, pray to God, ask him to, Send you somebody. Ask him to that you're willing to be used, and he will send you somebody. He said, "What did the word say? The harvest is right, but the labors are few." Don't go out there looking for somebody on your own, but pray to God that you know what, Lord, I want to be used by you. He's going to send you somebody, but we must learn. That is going to, prayer is the, prayer is the means that God established. One of the means that God established. One of the primary means that God established for us to connect with Him. And we must learn to speak with God first before we run out here and do something in the natural. The last revolution will sweep through the church and prioritize prayer to the point that we would truly be called a house of prayer for all nations. Isaiah fifty six and seven. We will move beyond second heaven intercession, where we are overly conscious of the dark forces and the strategies. Okay, wait a minute. Second heaven intercession, where we are overly conscious of the dark forces and the strategies. All Satan doing this, Satan doing that. And that's true. And and, and we understand that. And again, this is progressive revelation, growth. Okay. So I'm not I'm not saying don't, you know, ignore, but what does our focus need to be on? Our focus needs to be in the third heaven intercession, where we go into heaven, see the counsel of God, and release his decrees on earth, thus bringing the will of God on earth as it is in heaven. Remember when I read the foreword and we talked about, he talked about that he would just go and just spend time with God and after he got finished spending time with God, he just noticed that God always gave him something, 
and put something inside of him rather than going to God for what I want, need, and desire. I'm just going to God because I want to be in his presence. I remember I talked about um, what's the black black inventor, uh, Tuskegee guy. He 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 went. I think it was Booker T. He just went and just spent time with God, and God gave him all all the stuff, he, all them inventions, all everything. He came up with the peanut. But his thing, he went and just spent time with God. But we don't do it, especially to the degree that we need to, especially when we get caught up in life, and this happening and that happening. We got to spend time with God. We got to prioritize prayer. We got to get beyond what the enemy's doing and focus on what God's doing and allow him to increase in our life. And the thing about it, we got to trust him. We got to trust him. I tr- believe me, every day I get a little bit anxious when I spend all this time on this phone line and I got a million and one things to do. But to this point, God has brought me out of all the hell that I'm under. So I, I, I'm learning to trust him more, and I'm learning to be a little less anxious. So I'm just telling you that to say that this is not easy. Everybody's not going to do it, but we're not concerned about that. We just need to go before God, seek his counsel. And then try to walk in accordingly as the Holy Spirit directs you. Why does he tell you a peace that surpasses all understanding? Because God will give you a peace regardless of what all else is going on. You have a peace and it ain't going to make no sense. And that's why you can't even explain it to some people. And you don't, and you get to a point you don't even try. But that's what God needs us to go, to get past what the enemy is doing and to focus more so on what God's doing. Number three, expose Jezebel. Jezebel manifests as a religious spirit, as a spirit of seduction, or as some combination of both. The revolution will completely remove the spirit's cloaking device that allows it to hide. Revelation 2 and 20 tells us that she calls herself a prophetess and hides in God's house. Oh, Lord. By the power of the Holy Spirit, Elijah revolutionaries will expose her. Where's she hiding? She's hiding in the house of God, people. She's not hiding on the street. I'm going to church with everybody else. <clears throat> mm. Sounds like something I went through yesterday. Hmm. I was just thinking about when my I was bringing my neighbor to church. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, that, mm. yeah. Mm. Hey, it was only a test. Yes, yes, yes. It's only a test. Decimate a Baal's prophets. Jezebel is a servant of Baal. The guide over abortion, homosexuality, divorce, self-mutilation, and mammon. Wall Street's term, the bull market, comes from the bell bull. Mm, mm, mm. 
The Lodge of Revolution will make an open show of the superiority of God over Baal or Mount Carmelite confrontations. Mardi Gras descends from Baal worship and is one reason that New Orleans was left exposed to great devastation. One year before Hurricane Katrina devastated New Orleans and the Gulf Coast, I wrote in my prophetic newsletter warning that we as a nation have an altar bail from Mobile to New Orleans and that the next hurricanes will decimate them. It's very specific to New Orleans and Biloxi. Bell must be confronted and must be defeated. This will be significant work of the Elijah Revolution. <laughs> Practitioner of the Supernatural Elijah comes as the antidote of the religious spirit, that which has a form of godliness but has no power, 2 Timothy 3 and 5. Religion has a spiritual look but no substance or power. The Elijah Revolution will usher in a major healing revival everywhere it goes and will demonstrate the power of our God. Elijah Revolutionaries will walk in unprecedented power and presence of the Lord. Through their words alone, they will cancel, oh my God, really? They will cancel droughts, plagues, adverse weather. Supernatural experiences will be their bread, and they will demonstrate the truth that great is he that is in me than he that is in the world. They will step into the greater works that Jesus promised us. Our promised land is walking on water, walking through buildings, being supernaturally transported, raising the dead, feeding thousands with very little, healing quadriplegics, casting out demons, turning water into wine, finding gold in the fish mouth, and greater. I'm going to just ask you all when I'm reading that, which I'm going to read again. Does that do anything to you when you're reading it? Do you, is that something you have like an expectation? Is that something you have a fear of? Or is it just words? I mean, I mean, you know, it can be either of them, any of them. You mean like does the thought scare the hell out of me? Yeah, that it does that to me. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm be very honest with you. Yeah, I, I'm just looking at the things I have experienced, the things that run through my mind. In all honesty, I'm gonna be very honest with you. I, I be like with a couple of people who I know have back issues, this that, and the other. It's like oh, I need to pray for them. Hmm. Really. <laughs> Oh, they need to be healed. Really? That's what God is telling you to do? I, I you know, I, I, I don't I because it just runs through my mind. And and I and I mean if God tells me to do it, but see and okay, it's like I'm talking about me. Again, because I, I don't want to be just doing something because I, I I I feel led to do I mean, you know, I'm I'm it's in my mind. And I see people going through things, dealing with different things, and, oh, I could pray for them. Well, I don't feel led, oh, but I could pray for them. Yeah, he says lay hands on the sick. Should I pray? I don't want to pray for them. I could pray for them. They, I, I mean, this is what goes through me. So I, 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 I do and I don't do. I mean, one person I did pray for, but, again, I didn't do it cause, just because it was running through my mind. I didn't do that. But it's just the, the thoughts as I'm reading this stuff and some of the experiences that I've had, some of the things that I'm going through, I'm like, you know, because I, I guess what scares me is because I realize to get to that level, it's, it's a cost. 
That's what really scares me. Really? And, yeah. Uh-huh. But you laugh at me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So when you, when this thought runs through your mind to pray for them, why don't you uh, seek confirmation? Well, I mean, when it, when it, I do, I mean, when it comes to my mind, I go, well, Lord, should I pray? And, okay, like for the first person I did, I was like the second day that I was with him or whatever. We back and forth, and when I when I when I it kind of when I felt it in my spirit that I should do it, I did it. The other person was like, mm, no. It's just, so okay. I I didn't do it because I didn't feel led to do it. The first okay. person after the second day, I felt led to do it, and I did it. Okay. And didn't you say yesterday? in the course of going through the reading and that, that um, something along the lines of sometimes we'll be, um, you know, like led to pray for people that, that and they may not receive it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know about it. will be planted. Uh, go ahead. That's my, well, maybe it wasn't yesterday's call, but I, I kind of remember that recently. You, you know, you saying something to that effect. I, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I don't remember saying that, but yeah, I, that yeah, uh huh, that happens, yeah. Okay. I be saying. Okay, you done, Pam? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Renee. Okay, and then can't we look at that cost as also an investment? Hmm. I said, can we also look at that cost as an investment? Okay, explain it. Okay, our investment in building up our relationship with God? Yeah, you can, but still, I mean. I mean, because the thing of it is, you know, for in human form, we're so caught up with losing things. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when you start talking about investment, then you tend to get a bigger picture. You're not so much. You're not so much of losing, but see now we got to get used to this new investment. Well, I, we got to be careful. Huh? Go ahead. Okay, we got to be careful with this investment because you know we got good investments and we got bad investments. Right. And for what we tend to get caught up into things when we say we lost it. You know, nine times out of ten, that was a bad investment in the first place. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know, for when we get on this call, we're, uh, you know, we're investing our time in something that's good. Mm-hmm. Now, if we don't find time to get on this call and we're going about what we want, then, okay, we're not looking at the cost of what we're going to lose with building up our relationship with God in order for, you know, for our salvation. And then also living the purpose of what he made us for to be to be here. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like when you tell somebody about diet. Okay. Diet is basically what you choose to take in. So if you take in junk, that's what you. That's what you're gonna put out. You're gonna put out something that's looking like 
if you go in and you're mindful about what you're putting into your body or what you're keeping out of your body, your body performs better. I mean, so, you know, you just said that with you being on the line, there's a thousand other things that you can do. Oh, my God. You're saying that you're, you're saying for what you thought that man had you, it doesn't have you. You said what? What you going through with your, huh? What you thought that had had you, oh. doesn't have you. Oh, right. Uh, what you were saying yesterday about, you know, going through what you're going through with your house. Okay. <laughs> They had said they had said that it'll probably be around about a six month process of getting you out your house, and you see that everything's been working in your favor. Mhm. I mean, so it's down to the point of you investing your time with God, investing your time, and building up your relationship, learning His Word, understanding His Word, and being obedient. And keeping yourself out the way. <laughs> Come on, mute. All right. Hey, Sam. Mm-hmm. Can I interrupt and deviate you for one uh, or a few minutes? Um, Erica is asking for a prayer. She's been, um, she just went into a meeting where she's been asked to give a presentation on mm-hmm. the uh County Office of Senior Affairs, um, and she kind of knew about, you know, the presentation, but the audience is a lot larger than she was expecting and a lot more um, professional. Um, you know, the caliber of professionals was a lot higher than she was expecting. So she, she's asking for prayer. Surely. You can pray for her. Or well, supposed to be trying to help, and you just get thrown in the lines again. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Father, we we come to you this morning to to support our sister Erica. Father, in response to her her text message, I told her, and so it begins. She has been prepared as you have been doing over the years. Things are about to start shifting for her. And this is just the beginning. Father, we pray that she feels your presence in that room. That when she looks out, she's not seeing all these professionals but that she's seeing you, and more importantly, Father, that she is feeling you. Yes, yes, yes. We pray, Father, that she is, that she feels your peace and your love and that she can hear you in her ears saying, you are doing well, my child. Mm. Father, we pray that she has the calm that she has on our prayer line when she is deciphering your word for us and dropping knowledge. Father, we pray that all that she has learned and all that she has been taught along with her experiences come forth today. And we know that she will exceed expectations because she is your child. 
and it can be no other way. We thank you, Father, for hindering the enemy and all the negative spirits and and feelings in the room to keep them at bay so that they cannot touch her and that she will shine because she is full of you, Father. And those in that room that are truly your children will see your glow in her. We thank you, Father, for uplifting Erica. We thank you, Father, for your unconditional love, for your mercy, and for your grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All righty. Back to our regularly scheduled program. Amen. (laughs) Amen. You know, you have made a comment. You have asked about, you you know, when you're led to pray and how to pray and stuff for other people, and one of the things that I um, heard from a couple of other ministers was, you you know, you can only pray for, you have to, um, even though you feel led to pray for somebody, um, you can pray for them without them knowing. So, because the thing is, a lot of times, um, or you can ask them if you want them to, if they if they want prayer, because you know that you have people who you may pray for, and and they don't want prayer, and that was and that was the that was a statement by the minister. He was like, I was I felt led to pray for an individual, but when I asked them if they wanted prayer, they declined it. So then you're basically praying, you know, you're going against that person's will to pray for them. So you just, you know, if you feel led to pray for somebody, you don't have to verbally go to them and pray. But, you know, like like Sam does on the call every day, you can just pray for them, you know, to the side. And then just keep, you know, and then just go from there. Because you know you don't want to, you don't want to. Um, you want your prayer to be effective, and it won't be effective if it's against that person's will for you to pray for them. You know what I mean? So that was just something I thought was needed to be said. Of course, I come here. Okay. Okay. The Lies Revolution number six, eliminative ambiguity. The Lies Revolution tsunami will sweep through and confront those who falter between two opinions. First Kings eighteen and twenty one. God will evidence himself so powerfully that it would allow many who have faulted in double minus to focus on what and who truth is. We will even see physical manifestations of the God who answers by fire. 
First King 18 and 24. And there will be an explosion of testimonials like those described in First Kings 18 and First King 18 and 39. Now, when the people, all the people saw, they fell on their faces and they said, "The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God." They had been faltering between two opinions until they saw an Elijah demonstration. Number seven, anointer of the double portion. Elijah not only did tremendous things in his generation, he also released even greater things to the next generation. His successor, Elisha, received a double portion of his spirit. In fact, he performed exactly twice as many recorded miracles as Elijah did. Likewise, our ceiling is to be our children's floor. I like that. Our ceiling is to be our children's floor. They had to start building where we leave off particularly in prophetic anointing and the anointing to restore all things. Every nation has a redemptive destiny, and the Lord is urging us to ask him for the nations as an inheritance, Psalm 2 and 8. The generation that is produced from the large revolution will have unprecedented faith to prophesy to over and for nations and will see it as a small thing to believe that a nation can be taken in a day. It was Elisha who finally anointed Jehu as king, and it is he who finally destroyed Jezebel. The proper timely restoration of the apostolic ministry is the key that will finally deal Jezebel her death blow. We currently have many premature and immature manifestations of the apostles because the prophetic hasn't yet been fully established. Jehu represents the apostolic role, and until Jehu is in place, Jezebel will be able to operate at some level or another. Jezebel's final removal from the high places will be enforced through true apostles. The Elijah revolution prepares the way for all this to happen. Hmm. That's something interesting. I need to really go in there and look and see how many recorded miracles Alicia had more than Elijah. Because, I, I mean, just off the top of my head, I don't remember Alicia doing as much. But, I, again, I didn't read it from that perspective. I remember the um, the Alicia was the one with the bear when they ate up the children. But yeah, that's always Elijah. Huh? Yeah, I think that was Elijah. Elijah was the one with the children? I thought it was Elisha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, that's why I got to go through and see. Now, which one was it where the um, the king sent the armies to get them? I don't know if it was Elijah or Elisha. The king sent the armies, and every time Elijah was, like, chilling, and uh, fire came down and fell on him until, like, the third time. He's like, hey, man, please don't kill me. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Now I have to go. I have to go and read that one. But I know one of the things that that they that they did was they just said that he did. You know, they didn't, I don't think they went in too much detail with Elisha as they did Elijah, and they just said that Elisha went on and did double what Elijah did. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I can't recall them going into to detail either. Like what he did, they just said he did do double of what mm. Elijah did. Yeah. So. Yeah, we kind of go in there and just researching for ourselves. And see, and what, and what we're doing too is, is how we're supposed to do things. When when you read things, when you hear things, you're supposed to always go back to the Bible. <laughs> that 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 the Bible is our source. Amen. And that's what we got to learn to do. Okay.
It was Elisha who finally known as Jehu as king, as he who finally destroyed Jezebel. The proper time and restoration of the apostolic ministry is the key that will finally deal Jezebel her death blow. We currently have many premature and immature manifestations of the apostles because the prophetic hasn't yet been fully established. Jehu represents the apostolic role, and until Jehu was in place, Jezebel will be able to operate at some level or another. Jezebel's final removal from the high places will be enforced through true apostles. The Elijah revolution prepares the way for all this to happen. Could the Elijah, actual Elijah come? It is reasonable to speculate that we may see Elijah literally return at some point. Why? First, Scripture actually says he will come before the Lord's return, and it doesn't bother to specify whether this or something is something in the spirit of Elijah, like John the Baptist or Elijah himself, Second Hebrews 9 and 27. It is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Elijah has yet to die, as he was taken to heaven in a whirlwind. If he is appointed to die, both he and Enoch, and possibly Moses, depending on what really happened to his disappearing body, could be sent back to earth. Two of those three could be the witnesses referred to in Revelation 11 and 3. These two, it says, have the power to release fire from their mouths, to keep rain from falling, to turn water into blood, and to strike the earth with plagues. These descriptions fit the ministries of Moses and Elijah perfectly. That could be why these men were the two who appeared with Jesus at his transfiguration. Peter comments are interesting. Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. To, Mo to Peter, Moses and Elijah seemed to be as natural state as Jesus was. Apparently, he even thought it would make sense for them to be coming to live the rest of their lives. For we all know Moses and Elijah could be regular visitors on planet Earth, as we are not aware of what restrictions they may or may not have. An early appearance of these two witnesses that Revelation says will greatly stress the rebellious inhabitants of earth. If so, that will leave Enoch as something of a wild card to pleasant surprises in many ways. The way history is, is going to have many more exciting twists and turns and be much better than best Hollywood has ever produced. Whether the actual or natural Elijah returns or not is a matter of speculation, as scripture isn't clear about it. But what you may want to keep an eye out for him, <clears throat> having never tasted death, he has a dual passport to heaven and earth. Either way, the Elijah revolution will come with or without him. A movement in the body of Christ will operate in the spirit of Elijah before the Lord returns. And that is our lesson for today. All righty. Questions, comments, criticism, conclusions. And yeah. see, you know, also, I'm reading this, and um, when I, I don't know who I was on the line before, but when I was doing, going over my list, the Lord put elevation in my spirit. And I asked if I said that word, did it touch anybody? And so that's why I sent out that text about, you know, I'm going to pray for elevation. So now I'm reading all of this, and I'm thinking about he's going to have me praying for elevation. I'm like, really, Lord? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Again, and that's so funny because, you know, before elevation, yeah, I want to go to the next level. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, really? Hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Who said they wanted to go to the next level? I'm talking about, you know, back, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, young you girls. life in general? Yeah, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know. That's why when I hear people do that, oh, yeah, I want to do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hell, I, I ain't recruit from the last level. 
We're talking about going to the next one. I'm hobbling, sore, head busted. But you know what? When you um, and we don't we don't make the, the, the correlation, but even in you know like in regular life, like with your job, you know, and you're like you know, yeah, I want to be promoted. I want to be promoted. Even then, you still don't know what all is in what all is entailed in mm. that promotion. Mm. Mm. You know, so just like you know, with our walk with God. You know, no, we ain't necessarily in no rush to, you know, to, to go to the table. Like you said, you know, you're still trying to, you know, um, recover from, from the level that you're at. Um, and it's the same thing in, in the other aspects of our lives. We, we want more, but we don't think about and we don't know what's all going to be entitled when we receive more. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to David. He said, in my distress, he enlarged me. Not in my pleasant situation and circumstances, but not even in my stress, as we made a comparison of stress and distress, with distress being a much greater form of stress. In my distress, he enlarged me. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's just me, you know. As I look at these pink forms with the heat, quartz, and all this other stuff, yeah, uh huh, really? <laughs> Inspectors and this and that and tell really? Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Next level, mm-hmm. yep. Well, I went and I looked up Elijah and Elijah, and Elisha did perform twice the miracles of Elijah, and they give Bible references and everything. Um, and it was Elijah that did the fire and lightning. It was Elijah that did the fire and lightning with the bell worship. Right. Right. What about the one where the um? The soldiers came to take him. Um, this is one of them. I think it was. I think it was Elijah, but I'm not sure. Um, uh, it looks like it was Elijah. So, um, Elijah. I'm gonna just give you. He did the eight. Elijah with the J, he was the one that shut up the heavens, causing the drought. Right, 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 right. He multiplied the flour and the oil for the widow and raised her son from the dead. Okay. He defeated the prophets of Baal. Okay. He brought rain to the end. He brought the rain to end the drought. Right. He destroyed 51 soldiers with fire and lightning. That's then the he one. He destroyed another 51 soldiers with fire and lightning. So he did that twice. You're right. right. Mm-hmm. And he parted the waters of the Jordan River. Hmm. Okay. 
Then um, Elisha, he parted the waters of the Jordan River. Right. When he walked back, that's when he got the cape. He purified water. He was the one that sent the bears to um, ravage his attackers. Okay. He he caused the flood to save Israel and to um, against the the Moabites. He made a he also made a miraculous flow of oil for a widow. Oh, okay. He gave he gave fertility to the woman of Shunem. He also raised a child from the dead. Um, he purified poison soup. He multiplied loaves to feed a large crowd. He healed a man of leprosy. Oh, okay. He cursed Gehazi with leprosy. He oh, made wow. an iron axe float. He struck the Armenians blind. He prophesied the end of the Armenian siege. He prophesied the death of Ben-Hadad and the rise of Haziel. And he prophesied Israel would defeat Aram. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I guess he did do twice as much. Yeah. Oh, wow. So everything that Elijah with the J did, you can find in 1 Kings 17 through 2 Kings 2 and 8. And then for everything Elisha did, you can find all of his things between 2 Kings 2 and 14 through 2 Kings um, 8 through 2 Kings 8, 7 through um, 15, and then 2 Kings 13, 14 through 19. Mm. Okay. Thank you, teacher. <laughs> All right. I'm going back on mute. <laughs> <laughs> and my job is done. I'm going back on mute now. Um, can I get a slight summary? Thanks. Can you get a what? Can I get a summary, please, of what happened? Oh, a summary? Yes. Uh, sure, Pam. Give her a summary. Yeah. Yeah, we, we prayed for Erica, who was going into a meeting, um, that that the meeting was expected, but the the audience, the, the degree of professionalism in the audience, uh, was was uh, of a higher caliber than she was expecting. Sam, quit trying to put me in the hot seat. Well, that's what he lives for. Well, yeah, this is true. You know, gotta. Ask. This is true. But it's a summary of today's reading. <laughs> I mean, you always tend to do the reading while I'm at work, so. I'm sorry. I'll no, give not. you a recap. 
<sighs> so we're talking about Elijah anointing. So he started breaking out who was Elijah. And that's what Elisha, um, Felicia just got finished going. It says, Elijah shows first up in 1 Kings 17 as a prophet of God. And he confronted Israel with Baal worship. And so Felicia just went through about everything that Elijah did, who he was. And then Elijah at his last, um, he didn't die. He was taken away in a whirlwind. He gave Elisha his double anointing. And it's the double anointing, and that's what Felicia said. Elisha did twice as many miracles as Elijah did. So first of all, he's talking about Elijah, who he was, and what he um, did. Um, then he says the until factor. The Lord said to my the Lord said to my Lord, sit in my right hand till I make your enemies a footstool. This passage is intended to shape by eschatology. Together with Acts three gives us critical information about God's timing, the until factor. In essence, the Father says to the Son. Once you have purchased redemption from mankind, you sit in my right hand until you've done your part on earth, till I make your enemies your footstool. You will remain up here as a head. Your body on earth will crush your enemies. So in other words, Jesus is not coming back until we as the body get it together and we have risen up in power and unity and defeated the enemies of the world. What he's saying here is God is going to make. What he's saying because mm, I want to read it, this particular scripture. <laughs> so you said that Jesus is not coming back until we get it together. Basically, yeah. So that means we... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. That's just a mess on in itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute, let me find this one part. I know you love that part. Hold up. Well, it says, I'll read this. Elijah will first come and raise up that which will destroy the spirit of Baal and the spirit of Jezebel here on earth. We're going to take on the false prophet and the beast, and we're going to annihilate both of them. When they are crushed, we will come to the Lord and say, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God. We will present the nations of the world to the Lord as his possessions. They will be the dowry that the Father is providing for us to present to the love, to, to the bridegroom. Love sick for his bride, Jesus will no longer be restrained himself and will burst through the clouds to sweep us off our feet. Our Prince Charming will come and take us away on a white horse. But he's not coming for a lazy, spoiled prostitute. He's coming for overcoming conquering, love-motivated bride who's made herself ready by fulfilling her mission. The Elijah Revolution is a catalyst for all of this. So this is what the body of the Christ, the body of uh, Christ must get to before Jesus even comes. That we're going to... Okay. Go ahead. I keep hearing we, we as in who? We as in his body. <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That equates to work. You're exhausting her. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're not. Stop saying stuff that you don't mean. <laughs> okay. All right. 
I'm done asking questions now. Oh, you don't ask questions now. Mm-mm. I did ask questions. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read this part here. So this passage established that a revolution will take place before the Lord returns. I believe it will be a revolution of mercy because its purpose will be to avert catastrophic judgment. The key to restoration is for the hearts of the fathers and the children to be turned toward each other. This turn is profoundly needed at every level of church life and every level of society. The lack of true fathers has created devastating voids. It's a major contributing cause of loose sexual morals and homosexuality, as well as many illness and social dysfunctions. The absence of true fathers in the house of the Lord has also led to many serious dysfunctions in the body of Christ. So the last communication from the Old Testament addressed what is today a very serious issue. By being the last information in the Old Testament, the promise of Elijah was taken seriously by all scribes and Pharisees. Even 400 years later in Jesus' day, it's clearly known by all that Elijah must first come, and today Orthodox Jews still point a chair out for Elijah to pass over, just in case he returns. So again, he's talking about that uh, we've got to get it together. Mm-hmm. And so then, seven manifestations of Elijah. Number one, he's a prophet. Elijah Revolution will restore the prophet's ministry and prophetic gifts to the proper place. <clears throat> and it should come in the past. In the last day, it says, God, I pour out my spirit on all the flesh. So one of the things is the spiritual gifts are not in order, and he will come to uh, put things in order. Number two, intercessor. The Elijah Revolution sweep through the church and prioritize prayer to the point we truly be called a house of prayer. We move beyond second heaven intercession where we're overly conscious of the dark forces and the strategies, and we step into third heaven intercession where we go into heaven and see the counsels of God and release his decrees on earth, thus bringing the will of God on earth as it is in heaven. So, again, we need to get past what the devil is doing and focus on what God is doing. And this one I know you like, an exposure of Jezebel. Jezebel manifests as a spirit of religion, a spirit of seduction, or a combination of both. The revolution will completely remove the spirit's cloaking device that allows it to hide. So we're going to make Jezebel manifest and deal with her. Number four, decimate Baal's prophets. Jezebel is a servant of Baal, the god of abortion, homosexuality, divorce, self-mutilation, and mammon. Wall Street's term, the bull market, comes from the Baal bull. The Elijah Revolution will make an open show of the superiority of God over Baal with Mount Carmelite confrontation. So we're going to bring Jezebel out, and we're going to put her down. Practitioner of the supernatural. Elijah comes as an antidote to the religious spirit that comes as a form of godliness but has no power. Religion has a spiritual look but has no substance or power. The Elijah Revolution will usher in a major healing revival everywhere it goes and will demonstrate the power of God. Oh, yeah, I'm going to read all of this because you're going to like this. Elijah Revolutionaries will walk in unprecedented power in presence of the Lord. Through their words alone, they will cancel droughts, plagues, and adverse weather. Supernatural experiences will be their bread, and they will demonstrate the truth that greater heat is in me than heat is in the world. They will step into greater works that Jesus promised. Our promised land is walking on water walking through buildings, being supernaturally transported, raising the dead, feeding thousands with very little, healing quadriplegics, casting out demons, turning water into wine, finding golds and fish mouths, and greater. All righty. I know, see all that stuff you're looking at doing? 
Well, I got you, one. It said we, as in me and you and other people. Don't just point the finger at me. There's other fingers you need to be pointing at, too. Oh, okay. Well, let me keep reading. I'm almost there. Eliminative mm-hmm. ambi- ambiguity. The large revolution tsunami will sweep through and confront those who falter to opinions. God will evidence himself so powerfully that allow many who faltered in double minors to focus on what and who truth is. We will even see physical manifestations of the God who answers by fire. So it's going to sweep through and bring people who falter through two opinions. You're going to be one way or the other because it's going to be manifestation of power. And this one here I know you're going to love. Anointer of the double portion. Elijah not only did tremendous things in his generation, but he also released even greater things to the next generation. His successor, Elisha, received a double portion of his spirit. In fact, he performed exactly twice as many recorded miracles as Elijah did. Likewise, our ceiling is to be our children's floor. (laughs) Did you get that one? No. Our ceiling, in other words, as far as I go, is going to be our children's floor. That's where they're going to start off at. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> you know, when I, when your dad, I, right? I said no, as in I don't want to get it. Not that I didn't. I had about five people talking at the same time. <laughs> And Sam, you're going to do that in Jesus' name, right? (laughs) Oh, Lord. You know what? You are funny. (laughs) You are a mess. (laughs) They are to start building where we leave off, particularly in prophetic anointing and the anointing restore all things. Every nation has a redemptive destiny. The Lord is urging him to ask for the nations as inheritance. Ah, okay, I guess that's enough. I'm about tired of you. Yeah, I know, so everybody else. But don't be mad. I'm about tired of myself, too, so it's all good. And speaking of which, uh, Felicia, your daughter was supposed to call me. Alicia. I will, I will let her know today. Right. Okay. Right. No problem. So, anybody else got any questions? <laughs> Everybody like, hell no! <laughs> I ain't acting. Yeah. I ain't acting. What? I'm, I'm like the little roach in the wall. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to just sit here still. Maybe they won't see me. Now, I want to say something about that bull. I want to say something about the bees. The bull and the what? And the bees. The bull and the who? The bees. E-E-E. B, like B, like five round B? You know, like the little buzz, buzz bees. Oh, okay, right, okay. Okay, so like with bull, and you know, in man's eyes, they look at the stock market. So when it rises, when it falls, and, you know, that goes back to what I was talking about investments. You have good investments, you have bad investments. And so when the stock market falls, look how many people set up there and just gave up. 
Now, in the place of the um, bees, they're trying, man is trying so hard, and this is the strange thing about it, because humans are looking at what's best for humans, which is going back into a selfish nature. Now, here it is for the mosquitoes that they're trying to kill off, because it says carrying a certain virus. Okay, they sprayed for that. Uh, they didn't say it killed off that specific mosquito, but it did kill off a whole lot of bees that was already endangered. And with those bees, those bees helped out with the pollination of the plants. And if we don't have that around, that is going against us. It's not going for us. So, you know, going back to investment, we have to be diligent at keeping our eye on what really matters. And not just what goes, what's going to protect us individually, but what's going to keep um, the ecosystem as well as our purpose and God's will as a whole. So we're up for a fight. And like I said, Sam, you're going to do your part in Jesus' name, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm on mute. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else got anything? Well, you know, that kind of makes sense, Father, because, you know, I'm supposed to be like Catherine Kuhlman. You're supposed to be have what? Supposed to be like Catherine Kuhlman. <laughs> yeah, with the healing hands, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. What? No. Okay. That's funny. Okay. I won't laugh too loud. <clears throat> Is this you saying no that you're not or no that you won't? I didn't say no to anything. Didn't you just say no? And it's not funny. Yeah, no, it's not funny. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Yeah, he's not laughing. He's just cracking the hell up. Damn, such vulgar language. <laughs> this, I said hell. That's in the Bible, ain't it? Okay. Okay, so if nobody else got anything, it's time for prayer requests. Going once, twice, three times. All righty then. Don't even think about it. Okay. I'll throw my hat in the ring. All right, you want to go first, Nene? Sure. Okie dokie, Smokey. Okay, Chili Willie. <laughs> Ooh, Chili Willie. I ain't heard that in a long time. Talking about the little penguin. Uh-huh. 
Okay, let me pray for the nene. Do the nene. Continue to fill it with your power and with your presence. Continue to speak life, health, and healing to us. Father God, yet it will continue to move her along the pathway that you wanted to walk. Shandra, she will go say, she will go dig it. Shandra, she will go say, 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 Holy Spirit, minister to her. She will go say, she will go say, she will go let your word rise up. Shut it up. Come on. Shut it Bless her. Shut it Gotta keep her. Shut it Anoint her. Shut it go. Shut it I speak light, health, and healing. Shut it go. Shut it go. Shut it Resurrection. Shut it The power. Shut it The blood of Jesus. Shut it go. Shut All the gifting. Shut it Begin to flow through her, Lord. Shut it Go. Shut it So she can rise up. Shut it Do that what you call her to do, Lord. Shut it Go. Shut it Continue, Father God. You're the voice of the God that go hold robot to the God. to pull those things back which are not of you. Should it go so and increasing those things which are of you, Father. Yes, should go say Raganda. Father God, Randy to go say she to go say she to go say she to go to Raganda. Help her to see, she to go to hear, she to go to and to move in accordance with the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Should I go to the Gandaka? Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Good, 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 good. All right, who's next? Okay, you can pray for me next. Pamela, Pamela, Pamela Bill. Are you ready, Pamela? Here goes. All right. Father God, let me lift up Pamela. Borombo shike yara kombo shika rani to go say shi to kombo rani to gandhi to go say shi to go say. Getting past the second heaven into the third heaven. Well, you're not focusing on the things of the enemy, the strategies, of the evil schemes of the enemies. But you're now in the presence and the power of God. Hmm. Getting past that, as the Lord begins to fill your spirit with his love, with his grace, and his mercy, and his word. Getting past that, as you continue to hear the voice of God, getting past that. Let his voice reign. Let his voice rule. Let his voice carry you to where you need to be. Pull not back in your own understanding, but walk forward in the anointing of Christ. Let his word rise up into your spirit, and you will hear and move in accordance with the leadership of the Holy Ghost. Do not pull back into your head. Do not pull back into your own thoughts and desires, but press forward into that which God is calling you to do. In my prayer, amen. Amen.
Amen. Okay. Who's next? Me. Me. Me, me, me. Okay. All righty then. Let me pray for Morgana. That wasn't me. Oh, that wasn't you? Who said me? Felicia. Uh, Felicia? Oh, okay. I'll pray for Fifi. More like, that wasn't me. Uh -uh. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. Okay, Felicia, 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 I'm praying for Felicia. Hmm, I don't the gun, I don't the gun, I don't the gun, I So, confronting those things that are hindering you, how is that working for you? Um, it's working. It's working. It's working. That's a work in progress, huh? Yes. <laughs> how does how do you feel in dealing with these things? Um. I feel better than I have in a while, okay. so I know that I I know that it was needed for me to, to, to do it. You know better than it was what? I know that it was you know that I needed to do it. Like I feel more like I'm I'm in the right direction. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you find it challenging, though. Um. Uh, somewhat. It's yeah. Somewhat. It, the biggest challenge is me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the biggest challenge is me. So yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, that's the one thing. You know, you can fight stuff. Outside of yourself, but when it's you, it's like kind of like <laughs> just carrying me, myself, and Irene type thing. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. so now, admit that being real. 
conceal, I guess is what I'm saying. Do you find that to be a benefit to you rather than trying to conceal it and act like it's not there? Um, hmm? Repeat the question. Admitting that it's a problem or that you're struggling with something, though, this is hard. Actually admitting it, or do you find that more benefit than trying to cover it up and act like there's nothing there? to acknowledge that it's that it was a problem, yeah. The reason I'm asking is because a lot of times we need to be more real about stuff and that's why I say, you know, God, this is where I'm at. Meet me here. You know, God, I'm struggling with this. Help me with this. God, I don't want to do it. You know, rather than being, oh, yeah, I got this, and then you not doing the doggone thing. Right. Thank you. All right, then. I'm going to pray for you again. I'm still cleaning up from the party. <laughs> yeah. Randy to go say she 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 to go Sandaraka. Father God, continue to to speak life to her. She to go Sandaraka. Continue, Holy Spirit, you're going to move. Randy to go in the capacity you want her to move. Holy Spirit, you're going to continue to show yourself strong on her behalf. Horombo she to go Sandaraka. She to go say she to go Usher her to where you desire her to be. Position her, she to go to the car and talk to her, she to go to the and reveal to her, she to go to the car. Those things that are needed, she to go to the car. So she could truly could begin to flow, she to go and be used by you, she to go at the level that you desire her to be used, she to go to the car. Father God, you to go to the car, help her to understand that it's only by your grace and your mercy this is being done. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Okay, who's next? Me. Oh, now you want prayer. You want me to pray for you, Felicia? I said, you want me to pray for you or Felicia? I said both. Oh, okay. Who you want to go for? That's you guys. What? It's up to you all. You want to go first, Felicia? Oh, Hey, Morgan. Ozias says hi. Hey, Ozias. Hi. Hold on one second.
Sorry about that. Father God, we come right now for Morgan. As she, hello? Oh, yeah. Hello? Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I thought the call had ended. Father God, we come right now for Morgan. And we thank you that she is still willing to submit herself unto you as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Um, willing to do the service that you have called her to do. Lord, we just ask that you will continue to keep her protected on all sides. Help her to stay clear, that her vision will never be hindered, that her ears will always be open to your voice and to your leading. Guide her every footstep, O oh Lord, and help her see the steps that you have put before her so she can always be under your your will and your way for her life, which is for her good and for your glory. And she will always be protected as long and, and help her to always know that your presence is there. In spite of the things that she sees that you have opened her eyes to, help her to feel you as well, O oh Lord, so she does not feel alone or lonely. Because you have separated her for a reason and for a season that we have no idea when it when it will be manifested, but she will need to know that you are there. And so, Lord, we just ask that you would just continue to keep her, her hedge of protection strong and her armor tight. In the name of your show, we pray. Amen. 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 All right, y'all. Bosch-Rikar-Rani-Rikosay-Rikosay-Rikosay-Rikosay-Rikosay-Rikosay-Rikosay-Rikosay-Rikosay-Rikosay-Rikosay-Rikosay-Rikosay-Rikosay-R
and you try to run away from it. There are many times God is just showing you things as he's growing you up. He's showing you what you have, what you're capable of, before he before he can begin to train you in it. So right now, when you run away and you pull away from that, then he can't train you how to use it. You know that it's there. You feel it rising up. But, see, that's our flesh nature. We'll pull away. God is saying, child, I got you, but trust me. Listen to my voice. Heed my beck and call. Trust me as I call you and show you what I'm showing and revealing to you. There's a purpose to it, and if you disacknowledge it, you will not see or understand the purpose. So just choose to let the Holy Spirit lead and dominate you and walk in accordance to his leadership, and you will not only be blessed, but you will be blessing the many others. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, who's next? Sakra. Thomas Horton. Wally Horton. You handle go to the gander 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 go to Jakir, <laughs> Thomas North, Patricia Arnold, Ridge, Jakir, Pudge, Jelly, Janine, Canadian Aid, and Charles. Oh, she's a good fish, 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 she's a good f
Ebony Pearson, Daria, Daria, um, girl tried to commit suicide, Yana to go say she to go say she got under God, Yana to go say she to go say she got under God, Yana to go say she to go say she got under God, Yana to go say she to go say she got under God, Sakara. Got the kids, got that. Got a job, a church, got Ebony Girl, Miss Suicide, Daria, Jaquia Rich. There's a Daria. That's it. Okay, um, so if that's that, then we go to the fun peoples. So let's get Barbara Yakambo. Wow, really good? Mm. Really good? Yeah. Mm. Oh, God, really? Okay. Holy Spirit. I'm praying for Barbara. Lord, as I was reading about the Jezebel spirit, I see that clearly. Father God, that spirit needs to be dealt with, but you need to save her spirit. You are God. You know how to move. You know where she's at, and you know it needs to occur. Father God, you are God. Move in accordance with your word in her life. You strive with us, Holy Spirit. Strive with her. Father God, you know what needs to be done. You know how it needs to be done. I submit her to you so that you can work in her heart and in her life so she will not be bound with Babidu. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mm. Yeah. 
happy, happy, joy, joy. And the fun has just begun. Maria Mathis, Shindra go say she 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 go saraka. Push you go say she go say she go say she go raka. Push you go say she go say she go raka. Sakara. Tony Agna, Bush you go say she go say she go say she go saraka da. Push you go say she go say she go say she go saraka da. Or a brush you go say she go saraka. Sakara. Carlos. Gandel Kobo Sika, Dere Raka, Sumbrashi Keshiroko, Roka Daka, Harani Sharadoko, 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 Sarandoko Saka, Harambo Yarakan, Dedigan, 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 Harako Session, Go Session, Go Saraka, Sakara, Smith, Hosherosa, Shambrosheke, Hosherosa, Shadaraka, Hoshiragasa, Shagose, Shirandaka, Hoshiragasandra, Shiragasa, Hoshiragasandra, Shirgose, Hoshiragasandra, Shiragasa, Shiragasa, Sakra. I got a job and a church, Carlos Schmidt. Okay, so everybody but Erica. Rombo Shirigase, Shirigose, 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 Shirabraka. Father God, continue to go to the Casa Rocose, Shirago Daka, at a Gondra, Sirica Sundra, Sirica Sandraka, Arambushi, Gosaracase, Gasa, Arani to go say, Shirago say, Shirago Sanda, Arani to go say, Shirago say, Shirago Randaka, Arani to go say, Shirago say, Shirago say, Shirago say, Shagrandaka, Arani to go say, Shirago say, Shirago say, Shagrandaka Saraka, Yes, 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 Father God, Yako Sarakan Raka, Horeshi to Gasaka. Yes, Father God, Well, let me say, she did go say, she did go say, she did go say, she did go say, she uh, about 20 minutes. Okay. 
you know how to go forth and maneuver in her heart and in her life so she can receive those things that you wanted to have. She to go to the Ganda, Father God, let your spirit rise up. She did and in the name of Jesus, I declare and decree she that the word of God will go forth in her heart and in her life. She and she will receive those things you have for her, Lord. She did I rebuke the enemy had I said of course that cease and desist. She did shut your mouth over her heart and her life. She did so God can minister to her. She did in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And Makia. Hi, Makia. Yes, sir. You doing all right? Yes, sir. That's a beautiful thing. Hi, Makia. Hi. Oh, they sweeting innocent, don't they? I am innocent. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What's funny, Tim? Police laughing too? I want to laugh. What's the joke? Marty, it's okay, boo. It's okay. I know the truth. I know. We know the truth. (laughs) Don't be like that. (laughs) Don't be like that. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. There you go. Ah, right, right, right. Okay. Okay. All right. What I want to, um, you there, Makia? Yes. Okay, I'm going to reread this because when I was reading this yesterday, I thought of you and I needed to, uh, I wanted you to hear this. Okay. And I saw on the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose his seals? And no one in heaven, on the earth, or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much, because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose the seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne, now the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and a golden bowl full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open the seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue by people and nations, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousands times ten thousands, and thousands and thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, to receive power, riches, and wisdom, and strength and honor and glory and blessing. In Revelation 5, we get a glimpse into an amazing moment that takes place in heaven. The Father on his throne holds in his right hand a scroll with seven seals that no one's worthy to lose. John the Apostle is overcome with sadness and tears as he contemplates the heavenly reality. An elder comes to John and tells him not to weep because someone has just shown up who is worthy to open the scroll and loose the seven seals. This someone is a lamb who was slain for us. He is described as having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God. 
The seven horns represent seven foundations of power that the Lamb has because of his awesome act of redemption on the cross. It is why Jesus said after his resurrection, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, in Matthew 28 and 18. He had now paid the price not just so souls could be rescued from hell and not just so a few could receive healing, but he had proven that he was worthy to recover all ground that had been lost in the Garden of Eden. Jesus had regained the authority to establish the rule of God upon the seven pillars of the very cultures or infrastructures of every nation on earth. Second Chronicles 16 and 9 tells us that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. The Lamb's seven eyes are literally looking for those whom he can send supernatural help from heaven to advance the kingdom of God on earth. The seven spirits of God represent the heavenly help and angels assigned to enforce the authority that Jesus was given over heaven and earth. That is why he followed his all authority is mine declaration with the great commission to make disciples of all the nations. The commission has always been about much more than what most of us have imagined. Back in Revelation 5 and 6, we see that an expression of joy filled the heavens as Jesus took the scroll and the seven seals. The four living creatures and the 24 elders burst forth with a new song. Verse 10 tells the key line of the song, You have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on earth. The dominion that Adam and Eve had lost was now regained and was heaven was rejoicing. Millions of angels then joined in singing. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessing. These seven attributes of majesty that he is worthy to receive each coincide with the seven main pillars of every nation's culture or society. When we speak of discipling the nations, we're speaking of these seven pillars of society that the Lamb is worthy to receive. After researching the original Greek meaning of these words, it became evident to me that power speaks of government, riches speak of economy, wisdom speaks of education, strength speaks of family, honor speaks of religion, glory speaks of celebration, arts and entertainment, and blessing speaks of media. The Lamb was slain, making the ultimate sacrifice to enable us to disciple or to instruct the nations in these seven foundations of culture so that we in turn can deliver them to him, thus fulfilling Revelations 11:15, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdom of our Lord and his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Our God is worthy that all areas of society and every people group come under his righteous rule. I'm going to just stop it there. So, what did you think about what I read? <laughs> right, like, uh, I don't know. My mama gave me the phone. <laughs> Pretty much, that's the list she got on her face. I mean, because I was listening, but I don't, I don't know how to answer the question. <laughs> hey, well, did you feel anything? I was reading a word. Did anything come across your mind? Did something just? What did you feel of anything? You might not have felt anything. I mean, the last part stood out to me. Which was? Um, the equaling. Income equal education. Okay, I'm going to read. I think I know. I'm going to read this part again. 
Okay. The seven attributes of majesty that he is worthy to receive each coincide with the seven main pillars of every nation's culture society. Yeah. When we, when we speak of discipling the nations, we're speaking of these seven pillars of society that the Lamb is worthy to receive. After researching the original Greek meaning of these words, it became evident to me that power speaks of government, riches speak of economy, wisdom speaks of education, strength speaks of family, honor speaks of religion, Glory speaks of celebration, which is the arts and entertainment, and blessings speak of media. The lamb was slain, making the ultimate sacrifice to enable us to discipline or to disciple or instruct the nations in these seven foundations of culture so that we in turn could deliver them to him, thus fulfilling Revelations 11.15. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ. He shall reign forever and ever. Our God is worthy that all areas of society and every people group come under his righteous rule. So that's what kind of. Yep. That's what stood out to me. Mm, it's funny because when I read it, your name kind of crossed my mind too. Isn't that interesting? Come <laughs> My child is on the phone. She's going to pray for you first, and I'm going to pray for you. Okay. And Morgan going like, what? How to? <sighs> okay, Morgan. Waiting on you. Don't be going on a food break. Because I'm about to put some potato chips in my mouth. Morgan, we're waiting on you. Uh, you want to pray for Micaiah? Hey, not my name. Mhm. Okay, waiting on you. Open up her heart, Father, her mind, Father, I did it. Leave me alone. I'm going back to eat. <laughs> I'm about to drink my coconut water, actually. Mm-hmm. See? See? I didn't know my child. Okay. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray for her, and then from there we're going to go into the elevation prayer. Let me see. I'm going to send Nate out of text first. He might want to get on. We're probably going to have to call back in for the elevation prayer. Okay, well, then I'll pray for her first. 
How many more minutes we got left? About seven. Okay. Um, Ah, Father God, ah, what a bullshit that it go buka, run it go session, that it go send, run it go send, this it go send, run it go send, that it go send, that So, your giftings that God has anointed you with, that God is training and instructing you how to walk in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those giftings that go in and out because at times you you feel it and you just flow, and at other times you run away. Mm. <coughs> the giftings that God is calling you to walk in. Mm. <laughs> Ha, ha, I see, I see, I see, understanding is easily seen. Because at times you just begin to flow and just flow out in the gifting, and other times you pull back. But what he is saying, your spirit man needs to be trained and grown up so that you continuously flow in them. Because what happens is when that carnality rises up, which is your flesh nature, you'll pull back. And see, also you'll pull back because it's something that you might not desire or you don't feel is appropriate or you're not ready or I don't see or I don't understand or I just don't want to be bothered. And you'll pull back into self. But God is saying, daughter, I've given them to you for my glory and for my purpose. It is not for you to understand but to yield when I call you out. Oh, my God, yes. See, when I call you out, then I need you to manifest and to walk in what I'm calling you to do. It is not for you to understand, but to yield and be used by me, God. I am a divine, holy God, and I have a divine covenant, and I have purposes to fulfill. And I'm using you. So when I place my hand upon your heart to do, to move, and to yield, just do such. Don't run into yourself. Don't run into your head. Don't run into your own understanding. Just release that which I mm, call you to do. I have need of you in my kingdom. I have need of you, and I desire to use you. So don't pull back in self. But let me finish what I have started in your life. You don't fully understand or recognize who you are in me. I must grow you up so that you can see from my perspective. So that you can see how ya kombushe kandra shirakosa dekara kombuse kandrander gose. Hmm. Father God, fill her up with your spirit. Ooh, right now. Mm, right now. Yes, yes, yes. Father God, I need you to repeat after me. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Father God. Father God. Help me. Help me. To walk after you. To walk after you. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. To become. To become. Woman of God, woman of God, call me to be, 
you called me to be. I don't want to pull back in me. I don't want to pull back in me. I want to walk in you. I want to walk in you. I'm submitting on this day. I'm submitting on this day. At this time. At this time. Right here. Right here. And right now. Right now. My spirit. My spirit. To your spirit. Your spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Fill me up. Fill me up. With your presence. Your presence. With your power. With your power. With your ability. Your ability. Speaking other tongues. Speaking other tongues. Fill me up. Fill me up. As you know. As you know. I need to be filled. I need to be filled. So that I can begin. So that I can begin. To manifest. To manifest. That which you desire to do. That which you desire to do. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Now I just need you to begin to praise him. Shit of said this shit of Randy's go say shit of Randy shit of Kosaka. Thank you, Holy Spirit, Yara Kosida, for blessing her. Shit of Father God, shit for touching her. Shit Thank you, Father God, for filling her. Shit Thank you, Father God, as your spirit is increasing in her life, and the anointing of God is increasing in her, Father. Thank you, Father God. The power of God is sweeping over her, and she will rise up to a new level. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Isn't that special? You okay? Yes. Oh, you ain't gonna run from me like y'all did the other day when I stepped off. Oh, he's here. Let's go. <laughs> she wasn't there that day, sir. Oh, I was like, I don't remember running. Uh, hey, my, my bad. My bad. That was that was all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my bad. I'm sorry. She tell, did she tell your aunt went went and went a trip went on a trip? <laughs> yeah, I forgot to tell her. You know what? I'm telling Sissy that you keep telling everybody about that. What? <laughs> what? what? <Talk> about. <laughs> oh, boom, boom! Oh, wow! <laughs> Bet she won't change that to that dog no more. <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.